Hello, 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 everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to the My Sister's Keto podcast. I am your host, Sharita. And as I just said, it is a Monday, the start of yet another wonderful week. And I'm so happy to be here with you guys. So I have a couple of really great questions for today's episode. So let's go ahead and get started. So as I just said, this is the My Sister's Keto podcast and I am your host Sharita and I am so happy to be recording today. You guys, let me first start the show and this week by showing just big love and big gratitude to everybody that wrote in this weekend. Um, you guys are utterly just amazing. It's it's really like, it's really so much in my heart um, when so many of you guys have wish, wished me well, um, my friend Aileen from Luxembourg, shout out to you, girl. She made me feel so good. It feels so good to know that you guys actually care about my well-being. And yes, I am getting rest. Um, I was really tired these last few weeks. I've had a special project going on that I can't wait to talk about. Um, not today, but soon. Um, but there's been a few things that I am working on and I'm super excited to tell you guys about them one day, but it does require a lot of work. So I've been putting in a little extra, uh, you know, hustle juice, um, to get things done. So, you know, it's really nice that you guys have reached out and inquired about, you know, my rest and how I've been feeling and everything. So it just, it fills my heart. You guys are utterly amazing. And I do want to make one correction. I misspoke last week. I said that Luxembourg was in Germany, which if you guys know me, you guys who know me personally know that I've actually lived in Germany for a couple of years. So I should know better. So Luxembourg is not in Germany. It is its own independent country. And I misspoke. But there's much love anyway. I love Europe. I loved living there and I can't wait to go back. So Aileen, just know that I will be back there and we will, <laughs> you know, we will visit with one another because you are the sweetest. Anyway, folks, I've got some really interesting questions today. And so I want to jump right into it in this segment. And so I'm going to actually pull up the email because this one, this question that I got is actually really, really common. It's one of the frequently asked keto questions, but I've just, I've never addressed it because, well, it's just never been on my radar. Um, this young lady asks me, hey, Sharita, can we drink on keto? <laughs> the short answer to that question is why, yes, we can, sweetheart. However, if you're going to drink while you're on the keto diet, you want to make sure that you're drinking and stay in ketosis, right? Because it doesn't make any sense to drink while you're on keto just to knock yourself out of ketosis. Now, does it? However, you want to make sure that if you do decide to have a few drinks, that you're drinking the right thing, okay? So when we're talking about the right kind of drinks on keto, we want to stay away from the heavy carb drinks. So you already know that good German beer is probably out of the question unless you can find like a zero carb. But every zero carb beer I've ever had in my life has always made me very sorry that I did it because it tastes lame. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but, but, you know, I've been working on my tongue, you guys, I've been working on not cursing so much. So, um, yeah, every low carb beer I've ever drank has just made me sad. So, <laughs> um, you want to stay away from like the high carb 
drinks. So the mixed drinks, the rum and cokes, um, the sugary uh, whiskey sours, amaretto whiskey, stuff like that. You you really want to kind of stay away from that. When you're on keto and you decide to drink, you want to go with things like pure alcohol, like vodka, brandy, whiskey, tequila, stuff like that. Okay. So you're going to get to where you're going a little faster. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, you want to stay away from those. If you're going to mix um, alcohol with drinks, like if you want to drink a mixed drink, you want to make sure that you're mixing it with a soda, like a club soda. So um, a vodka and seltzer or um, something like that would be good. Um, I've seen people mix um, vodka with like a, a like a sugar-free uh, miso, that, that sugar-free, um, which y'all have to excuse me. I don't drink a lot of, I don't drink like additives to my water. So, I mean, I know what it's called and I can see it in my mind, but it's hard for me to, <laughs> to say it, which is really bad when you're speaking on a podcast. But um, those water additives that you use to make your water sweeter or to make it like a lemonade flavor, you could potentially mix that um, with like your club soda and then your liquor. That might work. Um, personally, tequila shots is the way to go. However, <laughs> here's something else to keep in mind. So you, not only do you want to stick with lower carb drinks, um, here, let me go back for a second. So not only do you want to stick with lower carb like liquors, but also you can go with um, champagne is a low carb um, alcohol that you can have, which I personally love. I personally, because I have your, lived in Europe and I have had some really fantastic champagne, I love it. I don't mind spending a little bit extra to get that, that really, really good flavor. Um, so champagne is good if you got the money to get the good kind. Um, some white wines are good and some red wines are good. Again, you, you want to stay away from um, anything that's got like a uh, fruity flavor because those things you generally tend to have. So like the Moscato peach kind of things and stuff like that. You really want to stick with more dry wines if you're going to have a wine. Um, now, when you are drinking, you want to make sure you know, that you are very well hydrated and you're very well um, fed and you're very well electrolyted up. Not that that's a word, but I'm making it up today. You heard it here first, electrolyted up because your tolerance will be reduced. I don't care. I don't care what you say. I used to be able to drink wine like it was water, like you know, the opposite. <laughs> but I recently, so when I got promoted at my job earlier this year, I bought a very nice bottle of champagne to celebrate. And I had a glass and a half and I was like, whoo, I was feeling every, every bit of that. So yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to be feeling it. So not only is your tolerance going to be lower, but your um, hangovers are going to be more severe if you if you drink enough to warrant a hangover. So all of that is to say, yes, you can drink. Be careful what you do drink if you expect to stay in ketosis. And if you drink often, you are running the risk of stalling your weight loss. So there's that. We're going to take a quick break. So uh, if I could talk, we're going to take a quick break so I can take a 
I can't even talk. That's how y'all know I need a sip of my bone broth. Let's take a quick break. I will take a sip of my bone broth and we're going to get to the very next question, guys. Stay tuned. All right, we are back in the place. You're listening to the My Sister's Keto podcast, and I am your host, Sharita. If you have a question you'd like to have addressed on the show, you can reach us in a myriad of different ways. You can reach us on Instagram. That's going to be at My Sister's Keto Diet, where you can DM us. Or you can find us on Facebook, where we have a rocking Facebook group, um, and that's My Sister's Keto. Um, you can email us at mysistersketo at outlook.com. And of course, our ever-loving <laughs> um, website, that's www.mysistersketo.com, www.mysistersketo.com. That's www.mysistersketo.com. Now, I went ahead and had my bone broth. I think that I can speak now. Our next question from the email bag says, hey, Sharita, I know I know you've answered this question before, but I'm still confused. Which macro should we meet, fat, protein, or carbs? Thanks for your help. Well, I have, but I don't mind answering that question again because I feel like it is so important to get this right. So here's the deal. You need to meet your protein macro. You need to meet it, okay? Your protein is your goal. So whatever your protein is, that's the one you want to meet, okay? So just meet that one. You really should not be exceeding any of your macros, okay? So you want to meet your protein. Then you want to limit your carbs. So your carbs should only be up to 20 grams, give or take, depending on what your macros say right? So, and this is net grams I'm talking. I'm not talking for the day or total. I'm talking strictly net. So if you, like for instance, my, um, right now my limit is 16 net grams. So if I ate four net grams, I would be okay. If I ate 15 or 16 net grams, I would still be okay. Net grams or, you know, gram, grams, carbs are your limits, you need to not exceed that at all. You really should not be exceeding anything, but if you were going to not exceed something, it would be the carbs, okay? Then your fat, like they like Dr. Berg and all of us Dr. Burgers, we say that your fat is the lever. Your fat is the thing that's going to keep you satisfied, your fat and your proteins, but your fat specifically. Your fat is going to be the thing that's going to keep you from having food cravings, from snacking between meals, which you do not want to do. So your fat is the lever. You eat that until you are full. Once you are full, you stop. There's no need. So say um, for instance, um, my um, my macros right now are, it's like somewhere around um, 16 grams of carbs, 104 grams of fat, and then like 82 or 83 grams of protein. So I eat my 83 grams of protein. I, I get up to about 10 grams of carbs and I am plum full having eaten 90 grams of fat, right? 
I can stop there. I don't, you don't have to meet your fat. Okay. Ketosis is not um, predicated on whether or not you meet your fat. Ketosis is predicated on um, the amount of carbs that you're taking in. So you want to keep your carbs low, keep your protein right where it's supposed to be at. And um, your fat is your lever to keep you satisfied. Uh, Some people don't count carbs on keto. I personally do because I realize that in order for me to lose weight, I need to be in a caloric deficit. In order for me to gain muscle, I need to be in a caloric surplus. So I alternate. Some days I go over on my calories by somewhere around like 100 to 150 calories. And then there are some days where I am right at my calorie count, which right now it's like 1,300 calories, somewhere around in that neighborhood. Like I said, some people don't count calories and they're losing and that's just fine. But for those of us who have had a little, have had a little bit of a struggle, it may do you some good. I know, right? I know, I know there are people out there that are like, screw it. I don't want to count anything. It's hard. It's complicated. It's confusing. I promise you, I can help you (laughs) because it's easier if you are paying attention to the numbers early on. Um, It's harder when you're under pressure and you're in a stall. So just for me personally, I found that it was so much easier to start out doing it. And then um, I can kind of alternate. So if I'm feeling a little bloaty or if I'm feeling like if I look in the mirror and I say to myself, I'm not sure what's going on here, but I feel like I look different, then I know that I can go ahead and and track and count for a few days and be right back on track. Um, It's funny though. So this weekend, um, I've been working on a series for Instagram where I make like, so for this week, if you go through our Instagram page in the mornings, I'm going to be posting breakfast posts (laughs) So every day this week, I'm going to post a a breakfast item that's not necessarily traditional. I think there will be a a bacon and eggs day. But this morning, I posted um, some chia pudding that I made for breakfast. Um, Not today. I'm actually, I was making some of these dishes over the weekend because y'all know I don't eat breakfast. But I decided that there is, um, you know, there's all this information about stuff to eat for lunch and dinner. But a lot of us skip breakfast, but then there's some people who don't that are always asking like, so what are we supposed to eat because I'm sick to death of eggs? So my goal this week was, this past weekend was to find alternatives to eggs. Um, Like I said, I do have eggs and bacon just because you can't really have a breakfast series without going, you know, old faithful. But so this in doing that, you know, I, I taste everything that I make so that I know that if I post a recipe that is actually good. So I, um, I bought some berries to put in uh, my chia pudding. And so I, I snacked a little bit this weekend. I am not going to lie to you guys. I love some good juicy raspberries and blackberries and stuff like that. And so, yeah, you know, I think that my carb intake was probably a little higher than it normally is. But swear to God, I looked in the mirror yesterday and I was like, oh, I'm looking pretty, pretty small around the waist. (laughs) So sometimes, you know what, sometimes it's okay. I wouldn't say it's okay to go over on your macros, but sometimes it's okay to kind of step outside of your norm to give yourself a treat every now and then. It may be the thing I've heard a lot of people say that that's the thing that kicks them out of a stall is to kind of 
have a treat and then go get right back on the horse. So I say, like I say in the videos and my one minute uh, motivation videos on Instagram, if you're going to do it, have one treat, one single solitary treat, and then get back on the horse. So that's kind of what I did this weekend. You know, I had my berries and man, were they good. <laughs> if, if You never realize, you know, the things that you miss until you kind of get a little taste and you're like, wow, that was actually, I miss, miss eating berries and, and the, that sweet fruit. So anyway, to answer your question, you want to meet your protein. You want to stay under on your carbs and your fat is your lever. Your fat's the thing that's going to keep you nice and satisfied. So um, I've gotten a couple questions about how much weight can I lose on keto? And the the honest to gosh truth, I'm not even, I'm not going to read anybody's question in specifics about that because um, the truth of the matter is, guys, I wish I could tell you that you're going to lose your 100 pounds or your 90 pounds or your 75 pounds or your 20 pounds or your 10 pounds or whatever it is. But the truth of the matter is, is that it's really dependent on so many other factors than I could tell you. So unfortunately, guys, I can't tell you how long it's going to take you to lose X amount of pounds. I really wish I could. I didn't even know how long it was going to take me, to be honest with you guys. I set a goal last July to lose the 100 pounds that I gained by my birthday, which is in June of this year. Um, so far, I've lost 81 that I know of pounds. Um, my my goal is not to weigh in until the end of the month. And then at the end of March, we'll see where we are. But right so far, I've lost 81 pounds. So, but to be honest with you guys, when I first started doing keto, I was watching this, this video, um, this, this woman, it was called like cutting up with keto or something like that on YouTube. And she had lost like 90 pounds or something like that in six months. So I was like, heck yeah, six months, 90 pounds. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be sexalicious. You hear me? Disrespectful, just booty shorts and tank tops. But it didn't work out that way. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but trust and believe when I'm in when I'm in my little uh, workout room with my weights and everything in the morning, that's all I think about is my booty shorts and tank top disrespectful summer. It's going to be a cruel summer out in these streets. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> At any rate, we're going to take another quick break and then we're going to close out the show with one more question. So you guys hang on. And if you have a question you'd like to ask on the show, you can email us at mysistersketo at outlook.com. You can also reach us on Instagram by DM, and that's going to be at mysistersketodiet. You can also find us on Facebook, My Sisters Keto. And last but certainly not least, we have a pretty cool website that has a leave a message tab where you can leave us a message and it will come right to the email box. And that's going to be at www.mysistersketo.com. That's www.mysistersketo.com. One more time, because y'all know y'all heard me, www.mysistersketo.com. All 
All right, guys, we have one more question that I am going to answer from the email bag. And it's actually a portion of the questions that were asked. Um, I've been telling you guys about a friend of the show name. And I hope I know I'm probably messing it up. But you know what? Her name is Elaine. Elaine. Anyway, so she has been kind of really been she's been my little keto friend, guys. <laughs> We're so she's been sending me some messages and we've been communicating back and forth. Um, I've been trying to answer some of her questions, but she actually did ask a pretty relevant question that I think a lot of people have about fasting. Um I'm not going to get into the entire situation of the, the email. However, I will answer one of the questions that she asked, which was, what and how much should I eat after a 48-hour fast? Now, to give you guys a little bit of background, she was asking me about longer-term fasts, but I think that this, should, this could actually be um, relevant to folks that fast, period, because uh, part of... A mistake that I know a lot of people make after we fast is, is that we are so hungry that we just start eating. <laughs> We're like, up, oh, time's up, time to eat. And I think that that is a mistake. Um, I personally, so I, I had watched a lot of videos and done a lot of research prior to starting keto because I, am, I had immediately started fasting. So one thing I did not do right was that I started fasting before I was fat adapted, which made it hard, hard, hard. I was able to stick it out, but I think that I could have made life easier on myself had I just waited, a, you know, a few weeks to become fat adapted, but I didn't do that. So, you know, bully for me, but, um, in that, I did watch some videos about, you know, the process of breaking one's fast. And so some of the things I learned about that was, and to, uh, part of what I answered your question was, when you asked me, well, what and how much should I eat after the fast? I believe that you should go back to your regularly scheduled macros after and meals after you eat a fast. Um you know, and I did also advise for her to listen to her body. If you're still hungry or, you know, you can have something, but you really want to stop when you're feeling nourished. So you really need to be able to decipher those um, signals that your body gives. Um, and you also want to stick to whole foods. You know, just because you've done a fast, guys, doesn't mean that you're going to turn around and like stuff your face with Lily's chocolate and <laughs> and almond butter, which is a personal favorite of mine. If, if I have a treat nowadays, it's going to be that um, you want to start by breaking your fast. You know, probably I would personally start maybe with a salad with a little bit of protein um, and start with greens. So a nice green salad, maybe a little chicken, maybe some cucumbers because cucumbers are very hydrating and sprinkle it with a bit of um, B, vitamin, no, vitamin B flakes. What am I thinking? I'm thinking nutritional yeast because it's full of nice vitamin Bs and it has a little cheesy flavor, like a nutty cheesy flavor to it. So it, it just sets a salad off. Um <laughs> And then once I have that, that side salad, then I'm kind of, you know, my stomach, I give it like a little bit of time to kind of adjust to the fact that now we are eating. And then I'll go ahead and dig into, um, you know, my main meal. Uh, I may sip on a little bit of bone broth with the salad. Just, uh, you know, just kind of take it easy and then kind of build my way up to my main meal. I would not break my fast by digging into a steak or something like that. That's just... 
I mean, even in my mind, it, it doesn't really work. Um, my stomach, I wouldn't say that it's sensitive, but um, we have we have adjusted since I've gotten a little older. <laughs> Maybe when I was younger, I could, but now that I'm a little older, I need to, to start slow. So listen to your body, guys. Um, if you're you know your stomach is upset by breaking your fast with heavier food start with something light start with like I said a cup of bone broth to kind of ease into it you know maybe a side salad with a little bit of protein sources I'm talking like light protein sources and maybe some nutritional yeast flakes over the top of those greens you know eat that wait a little bit and then have your main meal so With that, guys, I am going to go ahead and close out today's show. I hope you guys, I hope you guys have enjoyed today's show as much as I have, because I mean, y'all need to know how much fun I actually have recording. Some days when I'm recording, it feels like I'm sitting in my living room talking to myself. And then other days it feels like I'm totally having a conversation with y'all. So I really enjoy it. And I hope you do too. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Stay tuned. Well, guys, we have another episode in the bag. Can I just tell you guys how much I love (laughs) y'all? I really, really do. And how much I really enjoy this. Um, I love all the love y'all been sending through the emails, through the DMs. I mean, I can't even complain, you know. So anyway, if you're interested in having your question read, please let me know by sending me a DM on Instagram at my sister's keto diet on Facebook. We have a really cool Facebook group that's called my sister's keto. You can always just email me directly. Then that's going to be at my sister's keto at outlook.com. And of course our funky funky website, (laughs) www.mysistersketo.com. That's www.mysistersketo.com. One more time. That's www.mysistersketo.com. You guys have a great evening. I will talk to you tomorrow.